Welcome to another episode of The Tribe Talks, your weekly dose of time with my dope, amazing, phenomenal, lit-ass tribe. I'm your host, Ama B, a.k.a. Queen Mother of the Tribe. And as I do every week, I'm coming to y'all with The Tribe Talent. This week's Tribe Talent goes to none other than a very, very special brother of mine, Mr. Stephen Chesley. Stephen is... A fucking amazing. Not only is he the sound magician for the Tribe Talks, he is the one who helps me with all my editing and just bringing episodes that are on par for your beautiful ears. But Stephen is also a songwriter and a singer, and he has created this amazing visual album called Beautiful Appropriation. I will make sure to put the link in the bio, but it is visually stunning, vocally amazing. The project all around is phenomenal. So please make sure that you support. You'll click the link in the bio and go check out Beautiful Appropriation. You can also follow Stephen on Instagram at s.chesley. That's S-D-O-T-C-H-E-S-L-E-Y on Instagram. This episode is actually going to be a slightly different in that I don't have any other tribe members here talking to you all today. It is just going to be me. I actually have had people comment on the fact that they like the show and think I'm funny. I feel the same way, but they want to know more about me. And I guess it makes sense that you all would want to know the person behind the tribe talks and kind of what makes me tick. And I'm hoping that this will um, give you all a better connection with me. It is also something that I am terrified of doing. Not necessarily terrified, but I feel uncomfortable comfortable talking about myself. So what I did was I took some of the questions that I've gotten uh, in our emails and then I've also asked around for people to kind of share what they want to know about me. So I have a bowl here with a bunch of questions and I am going to just randomly pick some questions and then just answer them and I promise this is not going to be a hella long episode. I want to keep it interesting for my peoples. So let's go with the very, very first question. Which widely known superhero would you most likely want to be and why? Um... I would have to say that if I had to pick one, I would likely pick the powers of Jean Grey without her personality because to me, she's, that's too much. She's just too much. There's a lot of crying and falling out and stuff and I'm not for that. But the fact that she has such great power is amazing. Um, So she basically can run everything and do everything that she wants and she can dream of. If she wants to have a certain power, she can have that power and call it a day. Unlike Rogue, who can take it and then ends up killing the person that she takes it from and only has it for a little bit. But, you know, whatever. So, yeah, I think I would want Jean Grey's powers. Okay, next question. Name your top three favorite movies or shows. My top three movies, I can give you The Princess Bride. 
coming to America and ooh I'm gonna go with The Golden Child because Eddie Murphy is freaking hilarious and that movie is really really good alright next question what are you most grateful for today Oof, that is a good question today I think I'm most grateful for the fact that I am starting to learn how to work with my boundaries I am learning how to say no to stuff which is really hard for me to do because I am a helper and I want things to all I want to do everything that I can to help others and I think it's just because it makes me feel good but I have to learn that I can't give my energy out to everybody else and leave myself with nothing so I'm I'm grateful for the fact that I am learning and and letting people know what my boundaries are. Next question is, what is one thing that gets under your skin? But if we're talking on the superficial side, I don't like whistling. It's not because I can't do it. I can. I just, it's it's like nails on a chalkboard to me. I cannot stand it. I hate it. But if we're talking on more of like a deeper level, I think the thing that gets under my skin is when people lie and lie badly because to me that is a question of my intelligence and I think it's rude as fuck (laughs) and disrespectful. So I really, really dislike that and that definitely gets under my skin. So you get one book to read for the rest of your life. What is it? My favorite book. I've read this book several, several, several times. And I think it gets me every time, resonates with me every time, is The Red Tent by Anita Diamante. It is... It's basically based off of the women in the Bible and kind of talks about becoming a woman. And okay, yeah, so it's a first person narrative that tells the story of Dina, the daughter of Jacob and sister of Joseph. She's a minor character in the Bible, but the author, Anita Diamant, actually kind of expands into her story. And I remember the first time I actually read the book, it was intense for one who was my age I think I was maybe in high school when I read it and it's a heavy book but at the very end of the book and I strongly suggest anybody you know read it especially my my women out there black white whatever you are I, I suggest reading it but at the very end of the book there was a part and I'm not going to spoil it but it resonated with me so heavily that I had to put the book down and I like just cried it was so so good so I would say that that would be the one book that I would if I had to read it for the rest of my life I mean I still read it now years years and years later I would definitely say I would not be able to live without the red tent all right next question let's see what y'all have in here what are you hoping your listeners get from your podcast That is a loaded question, and I think it changes from episode to episode. But I think the primary thing that I would really want my listeners to get from this is a sense of community, a sense of tribe. I would want them to gain a perspective. Um, Even if it's somebody who knows me and who listens, I would think that you would learn something new, not only about yourself or not only about me, but about yourself and maybe how you view your tribe. 
I've talked about some, some, I think, good topics in the past nine episodes. And I'm hoping that moving forward in our season two of the Tribe Talks that I can get a little bit more in depth and hope you guys just get a perspective that you did not think to have and learn something. The next question is, do you ever find there are things about you people misunderstand? What are they? Who? I think the thing that people misunderstand about me is I'm I'm an extrovert, so I like to meet people and I am outgoing. But even with my extrovertedness, there are times where I don't want to talk where I just want to be by myself. I don't want to carry on small talk or give the illusion that I am interested in what somebody is saying. And so there are just times where I'm just like, please shut the fuck up. But it doesn't matter because for some reason my spirit or my soul shines out and people are attracted to that and want to talk. But I think that they misunderstand sometimes that I just, I don't want to talk. Don't even get me started on Lyft and Uber drivers. I just, I just want to enjoy my ride. If my headphones are in, like, I don't, I don't want to talk or tell you where I'm going or where I'm from and blah, 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 blah. Sometimes we just, we just need to rest our mouths and our weary, weary minds. What inspired you to express in this medium, the podcast versus a blog or a vlog? So I used to blog back in the day. Shout out to Zanga. That was years ago, decade ago and some change. But I enjoyed it, but it also was time consuming. And so I found that podcasting allows me the flexibility of just talking. And I think that there's something about one's voice that is very powerful. And also allowing people to kind of just listen while you're doing other things. So um, I thought that that was important. And one day the vlog will come and I'll be, you know, giving you all some visuals along with the podcast. But for right now, I think I'm very happy with the podcast medium. I think it's also testament because of the evolution of the podcast. I started listening to The Read. That was my very first podcast and I thought it was amazing. And then it trickled down into other podcasts that I've listened to uh, most recently the friend zone with hey friend hey Dustin and Asante and they are amazing um, but I've also listened I'm listening to the glow up podcast a couple others and so I I'm really excited about podcasting and just the fact that there are so many different ones out there with so many different perspectives and I thought I'd lend my voice who is your favorite artist? Now, this doesn't have any like specification on medium. So I'm just going to go with musical artist. There are so many. I don't really know if I have one specifically, specifically that I can say. But right in this moment today, I would say one of my favorite artists is her. I have listened to her music over and over and over again. Her albums all the way through her EP projects, her singles, all of them. So her resonates with me. Her voice is amazing. It's just soulful. Her, her lyrics, yes. And she just has an air about her. So um, I'm going to say that my favorite artist right now is her. What is your astrological sign? I 
am one of the best signs out there, the most amazing signs out there. I am an Aquarian. I'm an Aquarius. I was born in February. I'm a February Aquarian. Our sign is water. We can be super aloof sometimes, but also... But that's not always a bad thing. Um, But we're also just amazing beings, the women. The men are something else, I want to say. But I've actually met some pretty cool Aquarian men. So I will give that to you. Not all y'all are horrible. (laughs) What is your silliest childhood moment? Oh... I bet you that was one of my siblings that wrote that. Um, silliest childhood moment. I don't know if I had really like that I can think of off the top of my head a silly childhood moment. I can think of me doing a whole bunch of shit that I probably should not have done as a child. The thing that comes to mind right now, and I'm asking y'all to take this with a grain of salt and to not judge young, young, young Ama too harshly for the things that she wanted. So I remember my brother, my younger brother and I were at home with my grandmother, um, who I miss terribly. And um, my youngest, my younger sister was at the time like a baby. And so she was on my grandmother's back. She was wrapped on her back. And I wanted some freaking Flintstone vitamins. And I was determined to get into this child lock bottle of Flintstones and my grandmother had already given us some and she said no and I remember her going into the she went into the garage to go get something Um, and the garage is attached to our house and so she goes in there and it was cold outside it was Maryland and it was like early spring Um, the winter was still definitely there but she goes into the garage and I God forgive me I locked my grandmother in the garage and because I wanted the Flintstones and she wasn't giving me the Flintstones so I sat down on the floor and I tried to open the Flintstones bottle while my grandmother is like banging on the door like oh I have your sister with me it's so cold out here please open the door and finally um, my brother who is 17 months younger than me was just like maybe you should open the door and so I opened the door and my grandmother didn't say anything to me she just you know came inside made sure my sister and my brother were good and did not say anything to me until my mother got home and when I tell y'all I think I was maybe like five or six at the time when this happened when I tell you that my mom whooped my ass rightfully and deservedly so like that was that was that was real that was some horrible shit right there I I think back on it and I cringe but that is probably one of the the things that sticks out in my head as far as uh, childhood moments go oh gosh that was bad and my mom used to say or she still says it but I remember growing up she used to say to me I hope 
that you have kids just like you. And it wasn't until I became a mother that I was just like, why would you say that to me? Why would you wish that on me? I know how I was as a child. Why? And so now I just pray that my boys do not decide to lock me in the garage because the oldest one is, he's, he's tall enough to do it. The youngest one is probably more of the mastermind and would probably tell his brother like, hey, let's go ahead and do this because we want to go ahead and get something. Gotta watch my back. Got to watch my back. Next question. What would you rather go without your phone or dessert for 30 days? Um, I'm going to say dessert. And the only reason that I say that is because for some weird kick, I've just really not been eating sweets like that. I don't know if it's, I, I changed my diet this year and I stopped eating meat back in February. Um, and I like, I only eat fish, seafood, so a pescatarian, I guess. But I also cut out dairy. And I don't know if it's that change in my palate that kind of has kind of put me off of certain sweets or, or what, but I actually, I mean, if I had some fruit, I'd be fine. I wouldn't necessarily be like, oh, I have to have some cupcakes because, yeah. The other day I bought a honey bun. Don't ask me why. Actually, I know why. I, I used to eat them as a child um, all the time. Those and nutty butters. Mm. But I remember buying it, I think just to buy it. It was a dollar. and It was like, whatever. And I started eating it and I got halfway through it and I was high at the time. So that's probably why I got halfway through it. But afterwards, I was just kind of like, hmm, I didn't really, I didn't really need that. I could have completely gone without it. Same thing with um, Thanksgiving. I asked my husband, who was amazing, uh, to bake me a banana caramel cheesecake. Now, I don't like cheesecake. Even before this whole dairy, not dairy thing, I did not like cheesecake. But my husband makes these cheesecakes. I will eat his cheesecakes. I won't eat anybody else's cheesecakes. Oh, and maybe the cheesecake from Cheesecake Factory, specifically the Godiva cheesecake, because that shit is so good. But I asked him to make me this cheesecake. I'm stupid. I ate three pieces of this cheesecake on Thanksgiving, and it took me until, where are we now, in December? Uh, it took me till maybe about the beginning of this week to, like, be back to normal. I was, it was, it was disgusting, y'all. It was so bad, so I will never do that again. So, yes. So, dessert or phone, I'm giving up the desserts because mama needs, uh, her phone. <laughs> can live without the desserts. What is your dream dinner date? Um, a person who is either dead or alive, a celebrity or an individual. Oh, that is a great question. Um, I think that y'all are going to call me corny, but I'm going to say I would want a dinner date with my husband. Um, I would really love if we could 
to do a dinner date in an exotic place like the Maldives or um, some tropical secluded island somewhere where we have people catering to us and um, we can have dinner as the sun sets and then, you know, there's stars and music and, um, yeah, just time for us to be alone together and yeah call me corny call me whatever you want but my dream date would be with my with my mans uh name a place that you haven't been to yet um and that you would like to go to um i have a list i have a very long list because this world is vast but i like i said i I would love to go to the maldives i want to go to bali um i want to go back to ghana we're planning to do soon and hong kong I want to go to Peru. I want to go to Bolivia. I have a I had a friend of mine who I used to, you know, who I grew up with, who was from Bolivia, and I've always wanted to go and sh- to check it out. I want to go to South Africa. I would love to go to Egypt just to see the pyramids, and yeah. This isn't a hard question. What motivates you in life? It is a multi-pronged sword, um, but I would say that I want to leave a legacy. I want to leave something for my children and my children's children to be able to look and say, you know, our mother, our grandmother, great-grandmother created this thing for us, and because she thought enough of herself and of us to leave this for us so legacy creating legacy is something that is really really important to me and motivates me um i think that also i don't know if anybody else feels this way but i'm kind of motivated by not wanting to fail so i that is a huge fear of mine is just failing and i have had conversations with people before who have felt the same way thought the same thing um so i don't think it's that unheard of but yeah so i will say legacy motivates me creating a legacy not wanting to fail is another thing that motivates me and honestly trying to create and make myself happy because i think that once i'm happy all of the members of my tribe especially my immediate tribe my husband my children and you know our sisters and brothers and things like that i think that everyone kind of feels it and so i think it's my responsibility to make sure that i'm happy so that it kind of rolls out into my extended tribe let's go let's go let's go if your mom had to describe you in one word what would it be (laughs) oh gosh um my mom is not one for for one word she would probably have a sentence or a paragraph and i'm sure the words stubborn and hard-headed would probably be somewhere in there but i honestly think that if my mom had to describe me in one word it would be damn shit i don't know <laughs> so bad um I think that she would think that I would be, or my, the word to describe me would be loving. You know, I, I love my family, sometimes to a fault. I love strongly, 
and um, I think that she sees that in what I do and that the fact that I would sacrifice and you know do the things that I do it's because of the love that I have for my family and what she's in, she and my dad have instilled in us um, so or in me so I definitely would say that she would call me loving I'm gonna ask her this question and I'll get back to you guys and see what she actually says hmm. how would you describe your personality um on any given day I'd say like I'm low-key high-key a vibe I think I am a good and dope ass personality I'm smart I'm funny I'm humble <laughs> Um, but I think again, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dope individual. And I think that, that kind of just comes through in the way that I interact with people. I like to treat people the way that I would like to be treated. There was a meme the other day that basically said, it says, listen, I'm a nice person. So I'm a, if I'm a bitch to you, you got to ask yourself why. I mean, that sums it up for me as far as my personality goes right fucking there. Well, I got a couple more questions left y'all. Name a life experience or event, or excuse me, name a life event or travel experience that has shaped you. When I was in was it high school, yeah, I think it was high school. When I was in high school, I traveled to London to visit my mom and my dad's family who live there. And shout out to the London tribe. And I was there with my brother, Atu. And we, you know, stayed with cousins and we went out in the streets and we were just running all over the place. And it was exhilarating because my parents were an ocean away. It was just really me and my brother, but we had our amazing, amazing family, our extended family who were there taking care of us, showing us an amazingly great time. It was the first time I think I drank wine. Not that my aunt knew about that, uh, but it was really good. It's like a California red. Of course, I'd go to London and find a California red. And I remember just it being a really, really amazing experience and me thinking to myself that I would love to live in London and life isn't over. So maybe that'll happen. But I also remember when we were coming back, we had there our flight had been delayed for some reason and British Airways had to put us up in a hotel room for the night and they had not told my parents that that was what was happening and so we got into this hotel room and we ended up or I ended up calling my my parents from the room an international call and letting them know what had happened and they said okay and we'll see you the next day and when we were checking out the next day I remember the staff being like oh well you made a call from the room and so someone has to pay for it and I'm like the airline will pay for it and now mind you again I am in high school like early high school maybe ninth or 10th grade and I remember traveling with my younger brother and I remember turning on I I literally felt my mom's and all of my women ancestors come through me and being like no we are not going to do that because the 
airline is the one that put us up in this space because of the fact that they messed up and that they weren't able to get us home. The fact that we are minors and we didn't, we no one has informed our parents that this is the case um, should have let you all know that you should have called somebody. And so if anybody's going to pay for it, it's the airline that's going to pay for it. And I turned to my brother and I said, if that is all, we are leaving. And I turned around and I walked away and we did not have to pay for that flight or pay for that uh, phone call. And um, it kind of just kind of let me know, like, hey, you know what? You got this. Like, your mom trained you up, right? Your dad trained you up, right? You got this. So that kind of was um, my trip to, to London was my travel experience that shaped me and kind of made me more confident in the way that I go about myself and protecting mine and my own. What is your worst habit? And conversely, what are you legitimately bad at? (laughs) I have a very bad habit of procrastinating and it is a known thing in my family. I think that I literally am always going to be the last person or, you know, I'm doing better now that I'm a mother and a wife and have responsibilities and shit. I think that I was always the one who was always late. So if you needed me to do something or needed me to be somewhere, you tell me like an hour or two before and then I show up on time. So there's that. So procrastinating is something that I'm not, not, not good at or I'm horrible with. Um, So that's that. And then the other side of, of it, which is what are you legitimately bad at? I said it in the beginning, but I think it's the setting the boundaries. And so day by day, I have to remind myself to set my boundaries. I don't like telling people no, which has gotten me into trouble so many times at the expense of myself and my time and my money and my peace of mind. So I've been really, really bad at setting my boundaries, but I'm working on it. Name three of your best personality traits. Um, this is going to be double-edged because I just said boundaries and helping people. But um, I think that I am a person who is um, a helper. So I really like helping people. Um, and again, sometimes at my own expense. But I also think it's an endearing and positive trait to have because this world, I think, would be much better if people actually were more helpful to each other. I think that I also have the other personality trait, I would say, is um, perspective. Like, I like to be a person who is kind of inclusive, but then also fair. And so I'd like to see both sides of things. Um, and if I got to call you out for being wrong, even if you're my friend or my family, I'm going to have to call you out and, and say, hey, I get it that you reacted this way, but X, Y, and Z, a lot of yada, yada, boo, boo. Um, and then lastly, last personality trait, I would say would be my 
my nurturing nature. I think that that is probably also another thing that when it comes to the tribe, I like to bring people together and nurture them and make them happy. So, um, yeah, so that's it. I think that those are all very closely intertwined, if not the same things, but those are my, some of my best personality traits. This is the last question, and and I'm going to wrap it up, even though I've got a whole bunch more in this bowl. We'll do this again in another time. But uh, the last question is, where are the bodies buried? I'll never tell. (laughs) Just kidding. That was a joke. My brother wrote that question, and he is a nut. So um, I hope you all laughed and enjoyed a little bit of this time with the queen mother um and uh learned a little bit more about me you guys have helped me as far as this whole talking about myself and being here and just having the conversation without having anybody else to kind of bounce things off of this is awkward for me but i've managed to do almost over a half an hour of this so that's great um and you guys are still here so i appreciate you Every episode, I ask what my guest's tribe power is, and I don't need to do that because I'm the only one here. (laughs) And you all know that my tribe power is connection. I like bringing people together, uh, making sure that there are relationships that are formed outside of my own um, relationship with the respective individuals, um, because I like the fact that the tribe is able to grow that way positively and exponentially so that is my tribe power um if you all are not already please 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 make sure that you're following us on facebook instagram and twitter at the tribe talks if you would like to ask me any questions share anything with the tribe please make sure that you email us at the tribe talks at gmail.com And we'll see y'all next week. Peace.